This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week's episode is it's fun because we don't fully have it planned but that's the beauty of it we had this idea of well one lack of planning we were like um what are we talking about this week and then we both were kind of like we honestly just want to go down a rabbit hole but obviously it's kind of hard to force yourself down a rabbit hole so we do have some things pulled up that will prompt us and hopefully like from there we can venture into our own rabbit holes yeah but sometimes these podcasts are when you watch or listen to a podcast that they start with one thing and then just end up wherever the wherever things take them. Like that's always kind of fun just to like see what kinds of stories or things pop up that weren't necessarily planned. So that's our idea for we're today. We're gonna try our best. It'll be a learning experience for us all. Before um, we get into that, it. we're gonna just catch you guys up on life recently and um, our weekly spotlights. Yeah, so my weekly spotlight, it's hard to think of one because we just like recorded our most recent episode like earlier this week, so like there hasn't been a ton of time, um, but what has happened? Um, I mean, I've had a nice second half of our little week-long break, I guess. I've done a lot of um, Facebook marketplace selling. I got my bathroom mostly painted. And I got my good. bathroom painted, so, which honestly... Okay, the painting we did in our bathrooms was so much better than our the first, first. Our main floor has a half bath, and <clears throat> we needed to paint it, but we took way longer to paint it than we needed to. And then, so our grandma had taped it up for us, and she um, primed it, and then life got busy, and we weren't really in a hurry to get the bathroom painted, so we just like left it and did not touch it. And then we're like, okay, like, let's finally finish painting it. We had a color picked out. So we did that. And then we got it, like, mostly painted, but we felt like we couldn't do, like, the edges well, very I feel well. Like we were kind of like, oh, we'll have, like, dad come over at some point and, like, he'll do the edging and, like, the corners and stuff. The issue is that leaving the tape on for that long and painting where it gets on the tape makes it so they get very stuck together. And so when you do go to take the tape off, it's not very pretty, so... Like, it either peels the paint off the wall or it peels the paint that was on the woodwork off. So, there's definitely some flaws in that bathroom, so do not look closely, but I'm thinking, because, like, the area by the sink, like, where the wall meets the counter, I feel like looks the worst, so I don't know if we need to, like, touch that up, or it might just look better if we, like, add some caulk to it and fix it up that way, but... That's an issue for us to deal with in the future. Yeah. The color looks nice overall. I think, so for this one, like when we painted our upstairs bathrooms, we just went with like an off-white color, the same one we used um, downstairs on the main floor. And I think we just went into this being like, we are doing this ourselves, like the whole thing. So we need to be the ones doing like the edging and the corners and all of it. And so I think that was the key here. Because for the downstairs bathroom, I think we were just like rolling... You know, and I was like, okay, like, we'll leave everything else for dad. 
Um, but yeah, we were like, okay, if we're doing it all, let's start with the edging and the trim and all that, which is what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. Um, so that was a lot more. Well, I was pretty proud of myself. So I helped Sierra do her bathroom. And then yesterday I decided I was going to do my bathroom and I was like, I'm going to just, um, well, actually it was two days ago. I was like, Sierra was going somewhere and I was like, I'm going to paint my bathroom. And so I had a really pretty strategic way of doing things. Cause I was like, I needed to do the edges obviously. And the edges I feel like are the things that need like the most amount of coats. So I wanted to make sure that I was like getting those started right away. But then also when you're using like that edger thing, you need to like use a roller to like go in and blend it. And I feel like I just had like things were set up well where it was like I had a paintbrush, I had the edger thing, and then I had like a roller and I would go in with like the edger and do like an area where it was all like kind of in one spot. Like if there was a door I needed to go around and then like the ceiling, I would like add all of those out. And then I would grab the paintbrush and there'd usually be like extra paint up at like the corner of the ceiling that I could like carefully use the paintbrush to like finish getting all the way up there. So I would do that and then I would set that down and I would grab the roller and do all the blending. And I was just like, I would just go in little sections like that like, this the is whole good. way around. And did it, it worked out pretty well. I thought it was going to be like a lot harder. And then obviously, like, I think I said obviously, but I mean honestly. <laughs> um, Sierra came and helped me with like the second cut a little bit, which made it go faster. But I felt like I was kind of out of the groove a little bit. I was like, oh, it was almost, I was like, this was almost easier with just one person. Because like, I don't well, know, I was, like, kept a being, squeeze. It was and, kind of interesting because your bathroom was yellow and then we painted it like an off-white and so it blended a lot easier than mine did because my bathroom was brown and so you could definitely tell like what needed to be repainted over no no I kept being like is this covered now or is this still yellow I'm like but then there'd be some points where I'd be like no like that's definitely like yellow and then I'd be like we need to paint over this again but like when I initially walked into the bathroom like after I got home I was like oh shoot like your bathroom like looks done but then we got in again, and it was I could see some parts that were like the yellow was peeking through. But it was a little bit I feel harder. Like I'm still like walking in to the bathroom, and I'm like, it's a yellow bathroom, but it's like it's not. It's fully painted, like white cream now. And I'm just like, I don't know, something's tripping me up about the bathroom. But maybe it's compared to like all of your white like linens and towels maybe. and stuff. Um, so painting is really, we've done a lot of painting. Uh, the next thing will be. Probably the hallway and upstairs, which, when will that take place? I'm not sure, but I don't know. Um, I got some wall art for my room. If you guys remember at my, like, in my apartment in Iowa City, my room there, I had this, like, printable, like, stuff hung up on the wall from Etsy. Um, And those were nice and cute, but, like, I just really, like, since we got our artwork in our living room, I'm like, wow, no, now I love I'm, like, art. that's the only, I need to, like, honestly expand beyond that, but I'm like, it's so easy and has such an impact that I'm just like, get me like three canvases and I'm good to go. Like that's and that's what art. I did. <laughs> that's what I did too. Um, so like every single room in our house is gonna be like, oh, so like your big canvas girlies, huh? Yeah. Um, I think it looks cute though. I mean, I I think so. I'm not. We'll try like a little something different. I don't know what, but like I don't have any art on my wall in my room right now. So I'm like, okay, I need to do something. And even was it grandma that was like, you gonna you gonna do something in your rooms because they're kind of empty right now. And so I was like, thank you for recognizing that the art is still necessary. I feel like, because, so I just find my purchase. I'm making a video on our Magnet Sierra channel eventually, where it's going to, like, just be the process of me, like, redoing my room a little bit. Because, like, I say redoing, but really it's just, like, we moved here. I had the stuff that I had and, like, put it in the room. And it was like, okay, this is good for now. 
And now I'm like, I want something different. So I've been going through and selling stuff. I just sold my dresser yesterday. So got that taken care of. So um, I've ordered a new bed, even though I have not sold my bed yet. But And then I also ordered some art. Etsy is the place to get art. I honestly am like, if you go to the right listings, you can get like the three framed things for like a hundred something dollars, which like that's for art, good. that's a good deal. If it's framed, it's canvas. The art itself is actually like looks nice and like high quality print. Um, and I don't know the seller that we get it from, but you can like it's like sign win or something. But like they're really I wonder because like some of these stores have like a lot, like thousands of like sales and I'm just like how do they get like the copyright to do this I don't know like what if this I just stupid, do it but after like a certain number of years doesn't art become uh like what is the word I'm looking for um public domain yeah is that stupid is that a thing I mean I just like I saw how much this could be our first rabbit hole that we get into I saw how much they've sold and it's like 20,000 I swear and it's like Okay, if they make a hundred all like, is this? Just I a, doubt this is just a single. I know person. it's not like probably a random person doing this, but I was just like, who said yes? You can go just like sell other people's art. Like that's no creative. Like they don't have to do anything creative. They simply have the prints, they frame them, and then they sell them. How okay? What time period was Matisse even alive? Is this just our first rabbit hole that I have to guess? I also. This is reminding me of a TikTok I just saw yesterday where it was, like, someone was talking about in history when you're, like, talking about people, you really have, like, you learn about all these people in history, but then you're not told when they were alive. So you just kind of equate, like, every person in history is, like, being alive at, like, the same time. So this guy, for example, was talking about, like, he's, like, Isaac Newton, Albert Einstein, and, like, you know, Van Gogh, like, all just, you know, how crazy they're all alive, like, at the no. same time, like, in his head. <laughs> But then you find out, like, that, like, Picasso, for example, like... You thought he old. was, like, old, I thought, old. Well, yeah, because... No, he was, like, in the, what, 1960s? Is that when his heyday was? Didn't he technically not even get super famous until after he died? I thought... I don't think that was Picasso. Matisse died in 1954. So I don't even know... Um... Do you know so his? Go I guess I was, like, I was gonna be like, do you know his first name? It's probably literally on your Google. It is on my Google. Do you know his first name? Henry. Yeah. Did with you just I. know that? Henry with an I. Did you just know that? Yes. Even before like our. Yes. Huh. I used to be an art girl. Do you remember? Sierra used to. Um, she thought that she was going to grow up and open up an art studio, and it was going to be called Paintings Edge. And what the actual business plan was, I don't know. I think I was like, oh, I'll sell my own art. And then also, like, host art classes. And Sierra even went to... Um, I will say, like, I think that at least, like, in my childhood, like, I was an above average, like, artist for a child. Would you agree? Yeah. Is Matisse that- in public domain? The good news is that as of January 1st, I don't know, of, oh, of 2019, um... Public domain has expanded to include works by Picasso, Marcel Ducamp, Henry Matisse, and then other artists. How crazy is it that, like, so you Copyright runs out on everything. How long does it take? Isn't it 70 years after the person dies that then it becomes public domain? 
I mean, that would maybe make sense. When did you say he died? 54. That's about right. When does public domain start? Um, on January 1st, 2021, copyrighted works from 1925 will enter the U.S. public domain where they will be free for all to use and build upon. Well, that's more than, that's almost 100 years. Maybe it's 100 years then. But then, how does Matisse? I don't know. Anyways, I don't know if I care enough to go around, down yeah, a rabbit hole. We haven't even like, technically finished talking about all of the going, goings on. Going ons? I think you say goings on. I don't know. Um, happenings. <laughs> all of the latest happenings. Um, another fun thing. So there's this rabbit that has been visiting our house and it'll stay like in our front yard. Like usually I'm parked on the left side of the driveway. Megan and I's garage is still full. So we're still like kind of stuck parking outside. Um, and I think that this little rabbit likes to hang out next to my car because usually during the day, like the sun will cast a shadow. So that like next to my car, I was going to have to just like keep parking outside. Um, and so usually we'll find like, you know, the rabbit there and it hasn't been there for like a little bit. We miss it. And so we saw, we assume it's the same rabbit. Obviously, we don't know. But we saw it last night. And so it was like more in the neighbor's yard than in our yard. And so we were like, let's leave like some treats out for it. So we had some strawberries and some spinach. And according to Google, I think those are both safe for rabbits. And we left it out as a treat. And I left this morning and they were still there untouched. So I hope someone eats it. Some little creature. We've also been speaking of like strawberries and whatnot. We have been trying to try a few different drinks out here and there. And I like to do this occasionally. I actually, I mean, this is a really old highlight now on my Instagram, but like a year, almost maybe two ago, I don't know, I started this drink highlight, which only has like not that many. I thought I was going to use it more frequently, but I liked the idea of like trying new drinks because my drink diet consists mainly of Water, rarely, um, but I need to drink water. So water um, and Coke and then and strawberry, strawberry refreshers. refreshers now. That's a lot of what I drink. And so and it's I'm like I am a self-classified drink girly, even though I have so few drink options that I like. I always like having a drink. I like seeing other people with drinks, people that have cute coffee drinks. I am jealous that they have a coffee drink that they like and just have a drink like I don't know what or like you know what I or people want that to like talk Celsius about or just like can we talk I don't know can we talk about this please I like I love the idea of like casual drinks like it's acceptable to have like just a casual energy drink like pull one out at any time of the day and like it's fine it's like not acceptable in my mind at least to like have a casual coke like you know like pull yeah. a coke out at the office or something like that's not in my mind acceptable but like energy drink Sure. But I don't really want to get into like, <clears throat> I've tried some energy drinks before, like some, and I have, you know, a couple of my highlight. I think I've tried both Celsius and um, Alani New Flavor, and those are probably both on my Instagram. Honestly, did I delete that drink review highlight? No, it's still there. So if you want to go watch my reactions to some of the drinks, then you could. But I have always just like, I want more drink options. I don't necessarily need like an energy drink, I feel like, because to be honest, I'm probably better off not being obsessed with like energy drinks. But I also like the few times, I don't know if I finished either of the drinks, but I never feel like 
buzzed or like any more energy off of like caffeine than not having it, at least like in my mind. Like when I drink a Coke, for example, <clears throat> I feel no different. Or like I could drink a Coke before bed and I will be going to bed. But that's besides the point. Um, so yesterday, Sierra and I went grocery shopping and we were really just like in a drink mood. A fun mood. So I've had this DIY homemade strawberry acai refresher thing bookmarked and saved, which reminds me like I can remove that bookmark. Um, and it looked like a kind of a lot of work. So I kept pushing it off because I kept either forgetting ingredients or um, we didn't have stuff to make it. But finally yesterday we were like, we are making this just to say we tried because we have spend, been spending plenty of money on the strawberry acai refreshers. So I was like, if there's a homemade version, it said like 4.8 stars. So I thought maybe it had a decent chance. But it required, like, you had to do, like, get strawberries, like, cut them up, get grape or, like, white grape juice and, like, put it over a stove, bring it to a boil. Like, it was kind of an intense recipe to, like, make the strawberry acai base. And then all you had to do, like, once you made that was add it with water. So we did all the work for that. When we were making it, it really had an interesting smell. I don't know if that was, like, the grape juice specifically like just heating it that up it did not up. smell fruity whatsoever which was off-putting to me because this was supposed to be a fun fruity drink but like i ordered stuff from amazon to make this work like we had like passion fruit powder freeze-dried strawberries Some acai acai powder and i was ready to we're like as we're doing this right we're gonna make this exactly how the recipe says and we did and the initial taste wasn't Bad. It was fine. It didn't really taste like the strawberry refresher, but the aftertaste was there like... There was something... Ugh. Like that smell that we were not a fan of, you could taste it, and it was really not good. So I didn't finish it. And then we also decided when we were in the drink aisle, because the drink aisle is a fun place to be. Usually we're just in there, and we get Cokes, and we head out. But we were looking around, and we saw um, Poppy, which I'd heard of the brand before. It's supposed to be like... They advertise it as being healthy for your gut. How? I have literally no idea. But Sierra got an orange flavor and I got, and we just got like single cans because we were trying to be like, we don't need a whole case of this if we don't like it. And I got a strawberry lemon flavor. And so we tried that yesterday too. They were okay. The orange just, one is technically still sitting on the counter. So I might finish it, but it's like the initial taste for the orange one. I am certain that I've had something that tastes like that, but I can't put my like finger medicinal. on it. It might be. But, like, then the aftertaste is, like, a little too, like, of that, like, sparkling water, like, I feel like you know what it's reminding me of? It's definitely some sort of, like, orange liquid medicine that I feel like it tastes like. I mean, probably. It's two, like, very distinct flavor profiles where it's, like, you get hit with the orange and then you get hit with the aftertaste. And it's, like... And it certainly Ooh. isn't, like, Fanta, which is... No. We always go in with such... Not High good expectations. expectations. There's always something, and with all these drinks, a lot of them are like sparkling waters and like variations of that. And I try so hard to like give all of them a decent shot, but the specific taste that comes with sparkling water, like you just know, all drinks that are sparkling water have like this certain taste component to them that I don't like. It's just not fair because like I try so hard to like these just a little bit. And like to really be, it always makes me wonder. I do not know how these things get past like tasting stages, right? And I'm like, why? It's not fair that other people get to like this and like want to drink it. Like I want to want this, and I 
don't. Like, I did not finish that drink yesterday either because I just, I could not. I want to look forward to, like, the drink that I'm drinking. So we have one other drink that we bought yesterday that we have yet to try, but it's, it labels itself as a sparkling juice. Which then makes so, me question, how much better is it for me than Coke even is? That's the whole point of this. It's like I'm trying to find like a drink I can enjoy. Kick. We went on a Fresca kick a while ago, and that still is one of the Fresca is for sure like the tried, best thing we've tried. But it definitely has like an aspartame taste to it, which kind of got me like after it a little bit. I feel like that was one of the reasons I like stopped liking it as much, especially because like, you know, I wasn't really trying to like increase my aspartame intake. So I was like, eh, I can do without. But I know we got Haley kind of onto that. So I don't know. I think she still buys that fairly regularly. Um, but all the drinks I've tried and not a whole lot of success. But Izzy is the next thing. We got like an orange flavor of that. And maybe it tastes better than the orange thing for the poppy. But if you guys know of drinks to try that genuinely like don't have that sparkling water type of taste to it, I don't know. I just, I want some more drink options I've tried AHA in the past. That was also a little disgusting. I've tried, um, what's that one? I don't know the brand, but there was like a Coke or Cola. Um, well, we tried that LaCroix one. That's what it was. We tried a LaCroix Cola type thing. Because I don't know. At the very least, I am like curious. We've to also try tried, um, it's in like the Zibia. health market. Yeah. Both disgusting. Like I could see. With the first, like, millisecond of taste, I can see where they're coming from with, like, the cola-esque taste. But to think that that's a replacement, <laughs> I mean, that's just, no. It's laughable. <clears throat> I'm trying to think. I'm like, did I really even say what my weekly spotlight was? Um, my weekly spotlight has just been that I've been on a break. And, and now we start I tomorrow. Is our the week has gone goal. so fast. I know. It's sad. Like, I almost feel like I didn't even get a break, but um, I also am like, you know what? I made it through nine weeks just fine before. I still get weekends. Mm-hmm. I still get after work. Um, and my schedule, I think, is pretty decent. Three days a week, I'm going to be done at three, but I have to start at six, but we don't talk about that. Um, and then tomorrow, I don't start until nine, so I'm trying to tell myself, like, okay, that'll be nice that it's, like, a later start, but then I'm like, I don't get done until six, so. <laughs> just ignore that. You ignore half the day. So. I mean, we're still going to be home probably around the same time. I think, I don't remember exactly what my Monday is, but like most of the days I think are roughly 8 to 5. So, but I have to drive a little bit more for this one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Anything else that you want to catch up on or that's been like just things you've seen recently, even that you're like, we need to talk about this? One thing, this is like such a small thing, but um, it made me laugh, so maybe it'll make you guys laugh. But I always like talk to Megan about my Facebook news tab. And I don't know if you guys are Facebook news users, but I highly encourage anyone. Where do you guys go to get like your quick news? Like, well, I don't go to Facebook news for my quick news. That's the thing. I go to Twitter moments. That's where I get like, I, I honestly, I without, because Twitter news, like, or Twitter moments, technically. I don't know what I did before that. I probably, like, I do that before I probably did Yahoo because, like, that's also still, like, I'll go. I'm a Yahoo girly. I don't know if that's, like, a relatable thing or not. But um, since that's who we have our email through, since Sierra and I were in, like, 
third or fifth grade or whenever we first made our emails, like, um, they used to have like, I'm not kidding, 70 plus stories that you could click through and be like, just 70 stories. It would take you a good hour to go through And now it's like eight. So I don't know why they cut it down so much. It makes me so sad. If there's breaking news, then, you know, I would see it on Yahoo slash like any news site, but Yahoo's like the one I'll go to. But I always am like Twitter first and before Twitter moments, I'm just like, what did I do? Anyway, so I was telling Megan, because I always talk to Megan about Facebook news, and I was like, Twitter is where I go for the news that I need to know. Facebook is where I go for the news that I want to know. Because I don't know if there's an algorithm or if it's just Facebook news, but like, it just has the craziest stuff on there. And so if you don't have like your Facebook news tab toggled on or whatever you have to do, I highly recommend they turn it on because you see some like crazy stories. So that's just my uh, recommendation for you guys. I don't use Facebook News. I actually you don't even feel like I have it. Like I don't have like a tab for it, so I just never even like go and scroll through it. Um, I think it started because I would. I don't know how I have like the news thing like toggled on like on the bottom of the screen. You know, like it's on like the home page like profile. Like it's one of those. I think I would always like for some reason like a notification would always pop up of like oh a new like news stories is up so I'd click on it to like get rid of the notification and then after a while if there's something I about just, like, me scroll. I like need notifications gone yeah like TikTok that's why I do that drives me insane now because the notifications tab like will always have like something on it and then you go to it to like you want it to go away but you have to actually press like I swear two five different things. buttons you have to hit like notifications for things on your story but then there's a separate like followers thing you have to hit to make that go away too. And I, like, need to hit them. I need the notifications gone. It drives me insane. And there was a point in time, like, I swear a month ago or, like, a couple months ago, they changed it, and I, like, hated it. And I told Sierra, I was like, this is so annoying. And then it stopped bothering me for a while. So I think it, like, at least on my profile, it went away, and I thought it changed back. But now it's back, and it is so annoying. Or how, like, the For You page now is, like, you can scroll between the following and the For You Sierra and I are, like, when you're on the following page, I would still like to be able to, like, scroll over to the person's profile, how I used to be able to do that, but no, now it just scrolls back to the For You page. Mm-hmm. Now I have to go and manually press their profile picture. It's annoying. It is annoying. Okay. Here's the first prompt to see where we go, as if we haven't already been talking for, I don't know how long. Uh, 26 minutes. Oh, really? Dang. Yeah. We're already going down our rabbit holes. Okay. Um, That's a good thing about not having a podcast planned is that we don't have to, like, rush and get into it. So, this one is always one that is kind of fun to think about. Will time travel be made possible in the future? I don't think so. I have never thought so, but I think for only years, in the sense of VR. No, I know. For years. I have been saying this for years. I'm like, the... We could get just about as close as you can possibly imagine, I think, with VR. Like, I honestly, it's scary to think about, but I feel like eventually we're going to get there where the VR is, like, so realistic and is, like, multi-sensational, multi-sensory. Like, I think it's going to get really good, which, like, all this metaverse stuff, like, honestly kind of freaks me out because I just feel like, is it something we need or do we just want it? Like, it's cool and all, but, like, do we really need to go have everyone putting on VR headsets and, like, going into, like, this fake reality? I kind of don't think so, but I've always thought 
time travel just like realistically like not gonna I just I can't comprehend like I know there's like this whole like space time continuum that like maybe time can be altered but like I just don't get how you get your physical being to a different place in time I don't know someone smarter than me can maybe figure that out but I just don't fathom it the weird thing though is that with VR if we like said like oh time travel like VR is the closest you can get it would still have to be some sort of like augmented like it's not fake real it like could be reality like, yeah like even if it was like I don't know we oh, just we're watched, in the 1920s we just watched Titanic and so that's where my mind's at but I'm just like they could have like spot-on rendition of like the ship and you could have like historical characters who are like realistic or at least like as close as possible as like they can be but in it like they're still fake which also like this is kind of related to like ai type stuff and we've been looking at like stuff i don't know if you guys are on um ai tiktok where they're like making art and stuff out of just like you type in a random sentence and then like ai generates like a new image of whatever you typed in and there's people who have access to like really good software that makes like really interesting pictures sometimes. And Sierra and I wanted to like know if we could like go on a website and do that ourselves. And we found the one really, weekend must have been very beta because it wasn't that good. It was not very good. But I've seen these TikToks of just like it genuinely some of it is like art. Mm-hmm. Like the AI just like put something together where like, I mean, you know, props to the person for coming up with the input to put into the AI. But then I don't feel like I've liked any of the pictures. It would be like a pink elephant doing blah, blah, blah in the style of Van Gogh or something. Yeah. Like there was one specifically I saw and like out of the images they showed, there were like two or three specific ones where it was just like almost just like you kind of had to like take a moment. Like it looked like art. And then I went to the comments and people were just like, wow, like images, whatever, whatever that I was like also thinking of were just like so good. And I'm just like, isn't that crazy to think that like we were also watching like a YouTube video about it talking about AI generated art. And I swear I had these people labeled as like artists. And I'm like, are we class? Like, is this a new art form where like the people who are making the AI art just by doing the word input, are we calling them artists? Are they artists? Because it's not really them doing the work, but they're coming up with the input to put into like, who owns that art? Is it the AI that owns the art? Is it the artist that owns the art? Is it the person who made the AI that owns the art? I don't know. So, because then you start talking about, like, I don't know, it feels wrong almost to call those people artists, but then... The AI it, is their medium? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Sierra also saw, like, a video. There's an AI thing where it was, like, it was a TikTok we saw. But it was, like, it generated an image, and then it would generate another, another image, image based off of the previous image. And so basically, like, if you saw this, like, it was pretty wild, like, how fast and, like, quickly things evolved from, like, it was, like, it looked like bowling pins one second and, like, ended up at, like, a picture frame with, like, a skull. But, like, you could see kind of, like, the progression that it would go through. And, like, obviously some of the pictures didn't really make sense because it was, like, kind of going between things. But it was interesting because there was a person who had, um, what's the word called, like, duetted the TikTok or stitched it is the word. And so they were kind of, like, talking through, like, their observation of what was going on in the video, saying, like, the AI is, like, thinking that when it sees, like, a flat kind of 2D piece of art, 
then like the AI starts thinking, oh, this is like a flat piece of art. Maybe it's supposed to be in a frame. So then it'll generate a frame to go around like the flat piece of art that it's showing. And then with the frame, it starts thinking, oh, this frame is 3D. Like maybe it's like a 3D image that I'm looking at. And so then it would generate like the image would become more and more like photorealistic and 3D. And then after like enough variation of that, it would become like more and more abstract and get flat again. And like the process would repeat. So it was kind of cool like that. That guy had made the observation because I probably would I would watch that 100 times and never once made that connection. I don't think Mm -mm. it was a neat like it was just interesting to see it evolve picture picture. It's one of those things you just like stare at and you're like, I could stare this for hours. Yeah. Um, another thing, like just in the topic of rabbit holes, like in general, um, Sierra and I used to, I mean, along with a lot of other people, uh, Vsauce has a very popular YouTube channel, but he like didn't upload, he doesn't upload very frequently in the first place, but then I swear he like was on a hiatus for like years after his like YouTube original stuff came out. And, but he just like released a video not that long ago. And like he has mastered the art form of just like, talking about super interesting stuff and then second to second everything seems like it flows together but like but by, then, the time, by the time you're done watching the video you're like he covered like five different topics and, and you're like, like how do you relate them and he doesn't always like answer or come to conclusions on any of them that's how he like flows from one thing to the next and you just like are watching it and like you think you're learning he's gonna like you know bestow some knowledge on you and then he like flows to different you topics really just and you're are, like, like okay the whole time with no actual answers yeah because his last one was about another very common thing that I feel like a lot of people have thought about, but it was talking about, at least like in the beginning, how people look different ages. Like when you're younger, the people that are older than you, like let's say you're in third grade, the fifth graders seem like really old, really mature, like they're fifth graders. And then, well, let's switch to high school because that's a better example. <laughs> you're a freshman. The seniors seem like literal adults. adults. Like they, like they go to work, so old. get a job. And then you become a senior and you feel like you, even as a senior now, are, like, younger than the seniors when you were a freshman were. Like, you just feel like, no, they were older. Like, they looked older. They seemed older. They acted older. And then the freshmen, like, you look back at freshmen, you're like, those are, like, freshmen are literal babies. And then the older you get, like, I remember in high school, it's like, you think of people in college and just like, wow, like, people in college, like, those are, they're so old. They're mm-hmm. They're college kids. College students. And then you get to college and you're just like, we're babies. And like even in college, like that same thing, like the cycle happens every day. You see freshmen, you're like, oh my God, they're, they're little babies. Yeah. So it's just weird. And like even and like I had like this wise. weird experience like when we were like, we were like juniors, but like seniors. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm like the oldest it gets. And like, especially like the following year when it was like our actual like class, like high school class was seniors. Or the fact I was that like, like now we're the oldest. in our grade is graduate. Like everyone... Our grade is done with college. Like, technically, yeah. <laughs> if you did, like, the four-year timeline, you know. But, yeah. That's wild. And I'm like, we're not that old, are we? <laughs> like, we're beyond college age. And I'm just like, mm, that doesn't feel right. Um. Anyway, also, like, the Vsauce video talked about how just, like, in earlier decades, like, people that were a certain age looked older than those people look now. Like, in that same age range. And so it was kind like, of I just saw TikTok. I was talking about... Just, like, as an example. So, like, that one guy with brown hair and One Tree Hill. I do not know the guy's name. I can look it up, though. Because I don't watch One Tree Hill, but that's who they were talking about. Do yeah, you know? I should watch One Tree Hill. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm, I probably, like, recognize him, but I don't know any um, James names. Lafferty, he plays Nathan Scott. Um, he was, at least in the picture they showed in, like, the beginning of the series or something, he was 17. Like, his actual age, he was 17 when 
they were recording One Tree Hill. I'm going to see. This is I... another good example. Titanic. Leo and Kate were 21 and 22 when that was filmed. That's my age. Yeah. Like, that does not track in my mind. I'm like, I watched that. And I'm like, no, they're so much older than I am. So this guy, I'm just like pulling up a One Tree Hill picture so Sierra can get a decent reference for like 17. Like, he actually 17 and this. He looks older than 17, I think. Yeah. And then you have Summer I Turned Pretty, which we just watched. The guy that plays um, Conrad. Conrad. He's like 22. And he looks like younger than Nathan Scott or whatever James Lafferty does. Or I think another common, I think it was Cheers that people would use uh, that picture of. Because like, I guess a lot of the people in the Cheers cast were like in their 30s when it was filmed. But based off like our standards now, like what we expect 30 year olds to look like, they look way older. Right. It was Cheers. Yes. Um. And I think that one of the things Vsauce talked about was how part of the reason we think that, like, they look so much older back then is because, like, the styles that those people were wearing back then, like, you tend to wear, like, a similar style throughout your life. And so people that were, you know, in their 30s when, I don't know when that show was, but, like, whatever age they are now, they, like, wear a similar style. So we associate that style with, like, an older crowd and we see, like, the people in Friends, or not Friends, Cheers. <laughs> we see the people in Cheers, like, wearing that style, and we're like, oh, like, that's what older people wear. Like, they must be older. And it's same, like, with the hairstyles, too. Hair and, like, facial hair does a lot. Does a lot, yeah. To, like, change how we perceive your age. And so I think that's just also part of the reason, which I'm not claiming that, like, I also thought of that because that was in the Vsauce video. Uh-huh. But I thought that was interesting. Because it's just, it's a crazy phenomenon that we've all experienced and I've always just been like, the older I get, the more I'm like, everyone younger than me is a baby. And I'm like, I mean, I'm like, we're 20, we're turning 23. And I can definitely think back to like when I was in like middle school or high school. And I was like, oh, when I'm 23, like I'm a full on like grown woman. And I do not feel that way. <laughs> That's like something too is you'll always, not always, but oftentimes you just hear people like they get older, but then many times they're like, I'm like in an older body, but I feel like, you know, my 18-year-old self. No, isn't that weird? Or just like, well, like you know, I get that. Like, personality-wise, like, you are who you are. You think probably at least you're, like, you're kind of young and with the times and, like, you're still the same person because that's just who you are. But, because really your personality, yes, it changes when you get older and, like, as you have more life experience, but, like, at your core, you're still probably who you've always been and that's true whether you're 18 or I mean when you're younger sometimes like I look back at my younger self and sometimes I'm just like what was I doing like I'm different than I was then but like also you like you know where you're coming from yeah like fundamentally like you've grown and you've learned and you've changed in that sense but like mentally it's flown enough like that it just feels like you're the same person Mm mm-hmm um, something else that was weird, just since we're talking about, like, personalities and whatnot, um, Sierra and I have been on a catfish kick, and so, oh, yeah. the, the episode we watched yesterday was just interesting. The person that was catfishing had, like, a personality, like, I'd almost never seen before. Well, honestly, what was refreshing about this episode of Catfish, because Megan and I have talked at length, and even brought it up on the podcast, about people that we, quote-unquote, like, don't think are real. Yeah. 
And it's always been very hard to describe. And I've always been unsure if like other people know what we mean. Like when we say that where I'm just like, like having someone like, asks so like not like a normal person that like they in my mind I can only say like they're not if you're not gonna act like a no- real normal person like you yeah. are not a real normal person and like I just kind of disregard anything you might say or do because like having you know experience with like posting stuff on the internet Meg and I have encountered like a few trolls or like a few just like weird enough people where it's like we can't even like take what they're saying seriously because like no sane or normal person would act in that manner, in any way, shape, or form. And so Megan have always just, like, had this kind of, like, topic of, like, you know, familiar, like, profiles or, like, usernames that we've seen of, like, this person is not real. And so, like, we've always kind of talked about that. But this show was refreshing because, like, they were... It was, like, a real-life real person Who was just not acting, like, with any rational thought or emotion. It was, like, season four episode, like... 17 17 or, or close to that or something and one of the girls names like the actual girl her name was felicia so i know that the name like title is based off of I was like, like the jacqueline linkwood was like the fake profile anyways i felt so validated because max one of the hosts of the show he literally <laughs> was like are you on drugs right now because like she was not acting rationally like this girl when they called her um because they found her number and they were at first just trying to kind of see like oh, like, have you heard of Jacqueline Linkwood? Like, do you know or have any relation to her? And then she was just, like, right away, like, oh, that's me. And she was, like, so giggly and just, like, laughing nonstop. And it was, like, not a normal thing to, like, do in that situation. But she agreed to, like, meet with them. So they go meet her in person. And they're trying to have, like, this semi-serious conversation to be, like, you know, what you're doing is not okay. You're using a fake profile. You're bullying people online and she's just hysterically giggling laughing and it's just like this is just me like i'm a good person no and, and like you could tell her voice was so fake like literally at one point neve was like could you like talk in a normal voice for a second and she was still just doing like, the whole like this is my normal voice like and just non-stop giggling too and i was just like i mean props to them for having any sort of patience they did like they ended up leaving like that day because they like could not get through to the girl and it's then they had her mom. Like, well, that's funny to have, like, Neve and Mac, like, you go see them, like, talking after the fact. And Neve's trying to be like, um, I think we could get through to her. Like, she needs help. And Mac's kind of like, I just don't think we're going to get through to her. Like, he's more of, like, the realistic, uh, like, what people are thinking who are watching. Like, he's probably going to say out loud. And so then they come up with this idea of, like, I mean, they literally cannot get through to this girl at all. So, like, let's bring her mom in. And see if that helps. Well, because it makes sense because you think if she's going to act normal, like, having her mom there is going to, like, bring that out in her. But then, like, her mom comes in and she's still acting the freaking same. It was weird. Yeah. Like, I was just like, this girl interacts with her mom like this every single day. Where it's like, no one can tell her what to do and nothing is serious to her. There are no consequences to, like, anything in life. And it was weird. So... I don't know. It just reminded me of that. So, okay. We'll use another prompt to see where we go from here. Um, I'm trying to find a good one. Have gadgets and apps taken away emotions? Gadgets and apps. Um, I mean, like, taken away emotions in what sense? Like, is it just talking about... 
we don't interact with people like on a personal social level anymore. Yeah, I mean, probably. I get conflicted with like the whole like big conversation about like phone usage and like social media. Like, remember when, um, what was the like Netflix documentary that came out? Like, oh, the social dilemma. dilemma. Like, when that came out, everyone was like mind blown. And I was kind of like, well, I mean, duh. Are there certain things in life where you're kind of like, People act like it's more of a revelation than it is. Yeah, or like things. People act like things are like a super big deal when in reality, sometimes I'm just like, it's really not. Like, I don't know, little things where, and this is more so maybe just like a mental health thing or whatever. Like, whatever you know fills your cup and like you have think is a good thing for you, then like that's okay. But like little things where people are just like, oh, like if I don't look at my phone like first thing in the morning, like they're like, I'm so much better or like. You know, I'm trying to really avoid my screen time where it's like, if you do that versus just like spend five minutes on your phone in the morning, like, is there really a difference? I think it kind of relates to, like you were saying, like, how do you personally interact with your phone and like, how does it affect your mental health? And I also was just watching um, Sierra Schultz. She's a YouTuber and she did a video where she like went a week without her iPhone, but she like used a flip phone instead. And she kind of came to the conclusion of like really focusing on like what your purpose is for using your phone and being like more intentional in that sense. Cause I think we've all probably had plenty of experience with our phone of like, we just pick it up for no reason and like kind of start scrolling. And I can see how like that can be like mindless and not healthy and like a waste of time. But if you have to use it like for a specific thing, or like even if that thing that you want to use it for is just like mindless entertainment, like that's fine. But I know there's been plenty of times where it's like, I'm not doing anything. So I just pick up my phone like just because, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably like unhealthy Going back to the original thing of, like, emotion, though, do we think that our phones are, like, changing how we interact with people? I feel like it doesn't change or take away emotions, but I do think there's times where, like, if you're hanging out with a group of people, it's very common to just inevitably, like, reach for your phone and everyone's, like, scrolling on their phones together and not really, like, present in the moment in that sense. And so I feel like it's more so, like, taking away opportunity to genuinely... I mean, it's not like you're not genuinely interacting with stuff online. I think people act like, you know, you're doing nothing online. And I don't know. It depends on what you're doing. But, you know, I think that actual, physical, in-person human interaction is good for the soul. And so if you're not really, like, invested in the time that you're spending with people you're physically with then you're not really getting as much out of that as you could. That reminded me of a TikTok that I saw of, like, them showing, like, oh, like, on, like, a girl's beach trip, that first, like, hour when you get back and everyone's having, like, Mm -hmm. silent phone time editing pictures. And the comments were very much, like, two separate camps of people. One group being, like, oh, my God, like, I love this. Like, when it's just, like, that chill, relaxing, like, everyone's, like, editing their pictures and stuff from the day. And then there's the other camp of people that are like, oh, my God, like, this is so bad. Like, you're not enjoying each other's company. Like, you're all just, like, ignoring each other and on your phone and, like, wasting time editing pictures that don't matter. And I find myself in the first camp. It annoys me. Like, I understand there's some people who, like, take content creation, like, way too far. And, like, it's all they care about when they, like, go on trips or go do something. And I am in the camp, and I think most people are in the camp of, if you're going to take pictures, like, fine, take pictures, videos, whatever. That doesn't take that long. And you do that, and you put your phones away, enjoy the rest of the day, whatever you're doing. And then, usually, like, after a long beach day or, like, a long day out doing whatever, you need some, like, relaxing, quiet, chill time. 
And like, even if that wasn't on your phone. Hanging out with each other all day. Even if that wasn't on your phone, like, you could still, like, need that time. But sometimes it's nice to be like, okay, this is a good time since we're all, like, chilling, quiet, not talking to each other for, like, a little bit. I'm going to look at the pictures that I took and I'm going to edit them because I think editing a picture is fun. And, like, seeing, like, what you may have gotten that might be cute for an Instagram picture. So I think people like to villainize, like, content creation as, like, this fake thing. And I don't think it needs to be fake. Like, we just had a little nice sunset thing yesterday that we did. Mm-hmm. You had an Instagram post out of it. It's not like we it didn't take any effort on our part. Mm-hmm. We were just hanging out, chit-chatting, watched the sunset, snapped a couple of pics that weren't too hard, and then we came home. I edited a couple, and then up it went. Speaking of uh, Instagram, the Instagram algorithm. Oh, my God. Uh, um, so obviously Instagram has been not promoting pictures like they've been promoting videos and stuff, which I don't think is really going to change because here's what I think it is. <clears throat> I think that Instagram is trying to copy Instagram and TikTok have like different purposes, but TikTok is has much better engagement, has much better engagement. And like, it's much easier for people to like go viral. It's not meant to be like for your close friends and family and from a business standpoint, which like businesses are who pay for advertisements and for the platform to really make money. Businesses are going to prefer a platform like that where anything can go viral, anything um, like you get bigger creators and like stuff on everyone's for you page. And it's seen by a lot of people that's good for products and advertising. Um, So it's obvious why Instagram is wanting to push reels and like go that route, but it's just annoying because you're kind of like, we already have TikTok for that. Yeah. And I think the unfortunate thing is because everyone's like, oh, like Instagram, you're not like a video app. And I think Instagram is like, well, we are. No, like, Instagram, we're going to be. yeah. Like, that's what they I think is like, funny. You know, you're all upset and like, we don't care. It's just funny because like, people are like, Instagram, like, that's not what you are. And then Instagram is like, well, it's who we're going to be. <laughs> like, that's what we're becoming, which like, I can't say I don't get it because I do get it. I get it. And honestly, it's one of those things, too, where, like, maybe a year from now we'll look back and be like, Instagram knew this whole time. I don't know. I mean, think about stories. I know. Like, Instagram, you're you're not Snapchat. And here we are. They've pretty much replaced Snapchat in my mind anyways because the stories ended up working out better than I thought they were going to. And, like, even Reels initially, like, are doing much better than I thought they would. I agree. So... I think it's just hard because, like, Instagram, like, they're the photo app. And if photos aren't getting promoted, then... Where we post our photos. Where... Be real. Do they go? And there's a lot of people, too, who consider themselves to be more, like, content creators for pictures. Like, there are people who have made a living if they do content creation on Instagram, like, by being photographers or taking pictures and then when the Instagram changes as a platform as much as it is, then all of a sudden you're getting brands asking for like reels and stuff instead of like just Instagram pictures. And then you are kind of like, I am not fully comfortable with like, with this medium. medium, but like that's the kind of deals you're getting now. And so it's interesting from that standpoint, but I guess, you know, you learn to evolve if you need to, but I mean, the good thing about like this evolution and like a lot of people have already made this connection and capitalized on it but like you can just save a tiktok 
and upload it to Reels. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's what a lot of people have done to try and, like, capitalize on, like, using video as It's just weird because then, they, like, they become almost, like, the exact same thing if, like, you're just getting recycled content mm-hmm. from one website onto the other. And even, like, that same content gets recycled onto Facebook, too, like, for Facebook videos. And then, I mean, videos are definitely how you, like, make money because, like, Instagram now offers, like, monetization for reels and stuff where it's like they didn't have that before there's no way to just like get paid other than like from brands for the pictures you're posting because they weren't necessarily like contributing to like watch time or people staying on the app whereas now the videos do that so it's interesting but it's also weird but I think it's also kind of funny how like for reels on Instagram you can choose two different options you can choose if you want your, your reel to appear like in feed so that when you post it which it, is probably like, the only way to freaking get it seen i know because then megan has posted um a reel that she like just decided to post like not in feed so like it wouldn't get pushed out to her followers and stuff it had like no views it had 14 views after i deleted it after like two hours because i was like well that was pointless so which like if you go to um sean johnson is like someone i think is specifically at least like that i follow where I mean, the only thing she posts anymore, I swear, is, like, reels and same with, like, her husband, um, that's Andrew. They're because they're capitalizing like, that's, on the video. And that's content. what does well. And, like, they know that. So that's what they post. But it's funny because I'm, like, I see that stuff. I scroll, like, right past no, that No, I know, stuff. right? Like, it's, like, I follow Sean, but I, like, I don't follow her because, like, I scroll right on past. I don't have time to watch a video because when I'm on Instagram, I'm on Instagram to just look at pictures. Yeah. So my mind has it switched to the whole... Instagram is a video app, but maybe it will in the future. I don't know. I can appreciate, like, a good, nice reel. I also, like, think that Instagram, to me, is still, like, also just, like, an aesthetics app, like, for better or for worse. And so, like, when I see, like, reels in there, usually I, like, want them to be, like, aesthetically pleasing, like, kind of stuff. Like, day in the life or, like, whatever. Like, if I were to see someone posting, like, a funny, like, TikTok-style video, I'd be like, "Mm, not the place. This is not the place for that. So, yeah. Um, There's another thing on here that I thought, okay, this might be the last one we see where it takes us. Does fate exist? Hmm. I think in some ways, yes. I'm always the kind of person, I don't know if this is entirely related, but I'm always the person where, like, everything happens for a reason. And I like to truly believe that because things, a lot of things in life, only end up the way they do because you took a certain path to get here and like this number of thing like these things happened and if one thing didn't happen then maybe like you wouldn't have ended up exactly where you're supposed to be like in that moment so I also think like yeah it can be like that one like one simple thing like you know everyone's like oh my god like if this one thing like wouldn't have happened like my life would be in a completely different spot so I feel like that's one thing but I think also just I believe in fate in the sense of, like, if it's going to happen, it will happen. And so if you wouldn't have made a choice, like, right now that would have led you to X, Y, or Z, I think that it's likely that something would have happened or you would have made a choice later to, like, get down that path. Because ultimately, I think people are living their life in a way that they see is, like, going to best suit their needs and, like, their wants. And, like, if you don't make a choice to, like, do that initially, you'll realize, like, oh, like, maybe that was the wrong choice or, like, maybe... Like, I should change things up. And, like, you are always constantly moving towards, like, that 
place of where you want to be. It's an interesting perspective. So I think that, is it fate? I don't know. Or is it just you always like going where you want to go? Yeah. Which maybe that is fate. I don't know. What is the definition of fate? <laughs> um, I can keep scrolling through and seeing if there's anything else on here or if we want to call it good, then we can. Maybe we'll call it good. Megan's got to get ready for her second screening of Elvis that she's going to go see. After convincing myself for the past like two or three weeks that I'm like, I need to go see it again. I finally was like, mom, do you want to go see it with me? So, which like we're going, it's like nine o'clock in the morning right now when we're recording this and I'm going to go see it at like 1050. And I'm like, have I ever seen a movie like that early? I probably have, but you're going to get some popcorn and pop and be like, well, it's okay. Cause time doesn't exist in movie theaters. That's my lunch. (laughs) Um, I'm excited about it. All right, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had fun. Hope you guys did too. Let us know if you like this um, not really planned episode where we just kind of go down the rabbit hole and talk about whatever comes to our mind. Um, we upload every single Thursday, so make sure you guys subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you get notified when we have new episodes come out. Um, otherwise, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.